0: Island Church in Galveston, Texas welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. What a day we're living in. Thank God we we are who we are, we know what we know. the whole world is being manipulated by fear the tragedy we see going on on our border is not unique to america it's going on all over the world europe different places in which people just because of fear are fleeing where they live because they see the destruction that's coming upon the place that they live so they desire to live and and their families to live so they're they're trying to get somewhere else can't blame people for that amen but you know in the midst of this we're going to get some great opportunities to be the salt and light God's called us to be uh, to be benevolent to uh, to impart peace when there's so much stress and so much frustration and not only that to to bring a unity amongst people at a time in which everything in this whole world system is designed to divide you. Divide us from each other, divide the races, divide the genders, divide all the different... There's so, there's, listen, there's so much going on out there that's just totally of the devil and it's literally a spirit of division that is going on. You've got to learn to resist that, amen? Now last week we began looking here in 2 Corinthians and I think we, we pretty much ended up talking about imaginations. And we're going to kind of pick that thought up again tonight and see see how far we can go with this. Verse 3, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. Now notice this, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now notice that term, obedience of Christ. Now, the imagination of the mind is a very unique place. Whether you realize this or not, Jesus lives in your spirit, man, by the Holy Ghost. He lives in your spirit via, via the Word, but He lives in your life in your imagination did you know that listen if Jesus is not in your imagination you need to get saved when you got saved he moved into your heart he also moved into your imagination the imagination is the fertile ground of creativity in the heart of God before the earth was formed before the stars were put in place before the continents were arranged before the oceans became teeming with the life that was in the oceans God had it in his imagination and from his imagination, he spoke the word, and creation began. But you know, when man fell, his imagination fell. The Bible says of the, of the Tower of Babel that if God didn't confuse their language, everything that they imagined, nothing would be withheld from them because they were in agreement or they were in unity. The imagination is power, powerful when it comes to, to, to these g- tremendous gifts that people have musical gifts. Uh, uh, art things like that where an individual can see a, see a picture in their mind and put it on a canvas That's an ima- that always fascinates me Lee and I witnessed a, a man do that years ago when we were uh, he was doing a painting for us and just, just we were giving him words those words were going into his mind from his mind they were going into his imagination and he just he, he did it on a piece of scratch paper and said is this what you're thinking about we were like whoa I mean that was, it was incredible working for you positively in your imagination will live the dream that the word of god imparts into your life it'll live there it'll be in your imagination you will see yourself healed you will see yourself prosperous you will see yourself delivered you will see yourself blessed of god and in this day and hour you will see yourself protected where you where you see that you'll see that in your imagination because it's been stimulated by the belief of your heart in the word of god that god has given you The Word of God has an amazing ability to go into your imagination and plant itself and produce what it's planted after. There's really nothing else that can do that in that positive way. There are negative things that can get into your imagination and destroy you. That's why you've got to break the strongholds that live in your imagination. Amen? Now, think about things that are in the unseen realm and how irrelevant most of it is because it it has no basis in the Word of God. But the Word of God will give the reality of anything that God says to you, says about you, or says belongs to you, it'll give it to you in your imagination. And as you walk that out by faith, what is in your imagination, stimulated by your faith, will become the reality of your life. It's called your dreams coming true. Amen. Amen. I know Lee and I, when we first got married, we, our, we just really didn't imagine a whole much, a whole lot. We were just we were just basically newly married and enjoying each other's company and really not projecting ourselves into the future. But one thing we were doing is we were delighting ourselves in the Lord, and He began to give us desires. See, a lot of people they, 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 they misquote, they misuse that scripture there in, 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 in Psalms 34. It says, Delight yourself in the Lord. And He will give you the desire. That means all of a sudden you're walking along and all of a sudden you have a desire for something. God put that in you because you've been delighting yourself in the Lord. And that that in no way means that desire comes to pass because that desire is not dependent upon God. That desire is dependent upon you. That's why Peter said in in, in Acts chapter 2, Save yourself from this wicked and untoward generation. Amen. So that desire that God puts into your, for your family to be saved, for your body to be healthy, for for your finances to be uh, to the point where you can not only be blessed yourself but be a blessing to other people. Those godly desires that are on the inside, when you take responsibility for those desires, then you do what it says there in Joshua chapter one verse eight. Don't let the word of God depart from your mouth, but meditate there on therein day and night, that you that you may what that you may observe to do all that is written therein. Then. You make your way prosperous, and you have good success. See, we've all put that on. Well, God will make your way prosperous. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. Amen? And the problem a lot of people have is they think, well, I'll go to church, and I'll believe what the the Word says, and, and I'll just, you know, I've got this dream, but nothing ever happens, nothing ever goes on. Well, what are you doing about it? because a lot of our prayers involve this God when are you going to do something when are you going to do something and God's standing there going when are you going to do something because God doesn't work magic let me say that again that might help you God doesn't work magic he's not going to pull a rabbit out of the hat amen he's going to give you the wisdom to find the hat and catch the rabbit That's what he'll do. So you've got to realize that in your mind, and we've talked about this many times, that's where the true spiritual warfare of our kingdom takes place is in the mind of men and women. And in your mind, you've got to take Responsibility for taking over the thought process of your mind and not leave the thought process of your mind up to the media or up to entertainment or up to a religious spirit or up to what grandma says or grandpa says or your heritage or your ethnic background. You've got to let God begin to form the thought patterns of your life because His thoughts are higher. Isaiah 55. And in order to do that, number one, You cannot have a lazy mind. And it's so easy today to have a lazy mind. All you have to do is park yourself in front of a computer or a television. Just sit there hour after hour after hour after hour watching entertainment, playing games, doing all that kind of stuff. And I guarantee your mind will get fat and lazy and you'll just sit there and be a sponge for everything that goes through your mind. And when the enemy sees that, he's going begin to begin, be the one who's going to come and download all the negative things he possibly can in order to get your imagination stimulated according to that what he wants to do, which is to steal, kill, and destroy. And what does that cost? that causes a powerful emotion called fear and a lot of people right now are scared to death because of the imagination because of the imagination that is overstimulated by media entertainment social media and everything else that tries to get into your mind amen so With that in mind, let's look at it in the Amplified just for a moment. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God, this is the Amplified, for the overthrow and the destruction of strongholds. Now, if you've got a stronghold in your mind, what you have is this. You have an intricate pattern of thought let me say that again you have an intricate pattern of thought that goes against the reality of what the word of God says about you you think you're sick you're going to be sick I've listened to some statistics on the, on the psychosomatic power of the COVID-19 virus about how they have put so much in the news and continually bombard humanity with information about COVID-19. They're not talking about cancer. They're not talking about tuberculosis. They're not talking about, they didn't even talk about the flu or even count the flu anymore. It's COVID, 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 COVID's going to kill you. COVID, 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 COVID's going to kill you. And what are they doing? They are building a COVID stronghold in people's mind where everything they think, they cut it off the angle of what COVID is, what COVID could do to me, COVID this, COVID that. And it has become the stronghold of the human race in this day and age. Do you realize that? to the point that, and we sit here in, in Texas, which seems to have a little more liberty than uh, other states, and they're talking about uh, vaccine passports, they're talking about having to have this in order to buy, or sell, or ride public transportation, or get on an airplane, or even go to another state where if you don't have this, you can be locked into your house, and they want to do away with the dirty money, so that they can come and put a chip in your hand, or in your forehead, and if If that doesn't sound like something out of the Bible, then you need to read the Bible because we are living in that day. You say, Pastor, I don't believe they're going to do it. Then why are they talking about it over and over and over and over and over and over and over? They're getting you ready. I said, they're getting you ready. It's all demonic conditioning to build strongholds in your mind. That's why you have to recognize that, realize that, and you have to do what? You have to recognize the weapons that you have in order to tear down those strongholds. And if you're going to make it in the next few weeks, the next few months, and if we go a few more years, you're going to have to build some spiritual strongholds in your mind that your adversary cannot pierce. Number one, everybody knows the most powerful weapon, that's the Word. The sword of the Spirit. A two-edged sword. Amen. Now when Paul made that reference to the to the Word of God being the sword of the Spirit in Ephesians chapter 6, he was talking about a particular sword. He was talking about a sword that the Roman soldiers used. It's not like a Calvary sword like you see our Calvary, uh, you know, during... Uh, during uh, uh, the Civil War or the Revolutionary War, they carried kind of those long swords, like a, almost like a fencing. No, this was a this was a shorter sword, a two-edged sword. It was a very heavy blade. It was a lighter handle to make it easy to yield. And this is what it said about it. If you go study it, it says it is a sword that is create that was made or created to engage the enemy with. It is not a defensive sword to fight back. It up. It's a sword to be used offensively that means you're pressing it to the enemy that doesn't mean you're you're backing up fighting as he as he pushes you over the cliff that means you're the one pushing him back with that sword that means not only are you intimidating to your enemy but the but the weapon that you're carrying is also intimidating to the enemy amen that's a powerful weapon then there's the shield of faith same same scripture Ephesians chapter 6 the shield of faith what does it do That shield that the Roman army... See, all of this reference is reference to the Roman army because that was the army that was the army of occupation in the area in which the Apostle Paul lived. That was a very unique shield because not only did it work for the individual soldier, he could hold it up and a sword or an arrow, but a larger weapon like a catapult or something that sent heavier things than he could fight off by himself. That shield had a point in the bottom that you could stick it in the ground, kneel down behind it, and pretty much withstand any blow that would come. Amen. And that same shield's available for you today as a believer. And then when we get together, if you've ever watched one of those old movies when all those Roman soldiers would get together and they'd be in that, in that basically it'd basically usually be a hundred of them and they'd be all around and all those swords would be, I mean shields would be stuck in the ground and then they'd take the other ones and put them over their heads. And brother, they could let it fly. They could let all the rocks and arrows and all of the fire and everything else and they would just stand there and take it and take it and take it and take it and and everything would hit the shield, run off, hit the shield, run off. And when they were finished, out they came and forward they went. Amen. That's a weapon. Everybody say a weapon. Another weapon is the Holy Ghost. That is the Spirit of God on the inside of you In which you literally yield to to the point that it takes you over and you're basically what the Bible calls baptized or you're actually immersed in the Spirit so that you can receive the power side of the Holy Ghost that's what it says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 but you shall receive what power This is an offensive power. This is a power that pushes you forward. This is a power that gains the ascendancy. This is a power that works on your behalf not to back up and fight a defensive battle, but this is how God has empowered you, amen, to take ground. Everybody say take ground. ground. You should be taking some ground. Now just think if back then in the Roman army, if you could have showed up when the roman army was on the earth and you would have had a modern weapon a hand grenade or a or an automatic weapon an automatic automatic rifle or something like a howitzer a big cannon that would have blown their minds they would have said where have you been all my life but you have to understand the revelation of those weapons have not remained ancient. They have moved on into the modern world. And when you begin to realize, I saw a guy, and it was a very negative scene, but but, but what I saw was pretty impressive. He was robbing a bank. He had a fully automatic AK-47 with a barrel, uh, 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 what they call a barrel magazine. 100 rounds, each one, then carrying about four. He had on what they called full body armor. From the top of his head to the bottom and he just walked out the bank and there are police going bah, 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 and he was just standing there and those bullets bounced off him and actually there was two of them bounced off them bounced. you can go get on the internet and watch it it's a bank robbery that took place in los angeles california i believe in 94 95 and those guys it took an army to bring them down just two of them just two of them they understood their weapon they understood their armament although they used it negatively It took an army to bring them down. I've got good news, church. You've got greater armament than any bank robber and the army of hell itself. Now listen to this this weapon. Jesus said, Upon the revelation of who I am in you, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now let me say this. The gates of hell don't prevail against the church when the church uses the weapons of God to keep it from prevailing. There's a lot of churches that have just rolled over, laid down, said, hey, we're done. We're going to we're we're go virtual. You know, the, the Bible still says, don't forsake the assembling of yourself together, even more so as the days grow evil, which must mean there is a corporate anointing and a corporate protection to those who will dare to meet. Amen? I mean, this. listen, according to what the CDC, CDC says, this should not be happening. This should not be happening. But here's the thing. They have not changed the Constitution. And written into the First Amendment of the, of, of the Constitution is the right to do what? To assemble as a religious group. And listen, we talked about this I believe on Sunday how how every time the enemy is beginning his takeover you move away from established laws in which people govern through those established laws and you move to people governing you. And now we got everybody from the president to the dog catcher who wants to tell you what to do outside of established laws. Amen? Amen? So you have to make the decision how you're going to live amongst that. I've already made my decision. I'm not going to live by the dictates of people who do not have my best interests at heart. I'm going to live, number one, by the Word of God and number two, by the established laws of our nation because wisdom is a weapon. Go Go to Revelation real quick. We'll come back here in just a minute. I was studying the other day go to Revelation Revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ Revelation chapter 3 this is this is what the the angel said to write to the church of Philadelphia verse 7 says and to the angel of the church at Philadelphia write these things he that is holy says write, says these things Saith he that is holy he that is true he that hath the key of David you might know what the key of David is ain't hard to figure out it's not a stone it's not a sword what was David's most powerful weapon Does by know? worship it was worship that's what he's talking about right here is worship You can actually go study it out and you'll see that's what he's talking about. He's talking about worship. Worship is a powerful weapon. That's why you need to worship God on your own. Worship God there in your house, in your bedroom, in your kitchen and then come to church and worship God corporately because worship is the way that you get God's attention and you keep His attention because He is always looking out after those that worship Him. He is looking. The Bible says He is looking. He is searching for those that will Worship him in spirit and in truth. He that openeth and no man can shut it. He that shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door that no man can shut. For thou hast little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make of them of the synagogue of Satan. Isn't that a strange word? Behold, I will make of them of the synagogue of Satan. Now, he is referring back to the Judaizers that tried to come into the church and tried to destroy the church by trying to make them adhere to the law of Moses. Today, we would call that what? A spirit of religion who agree with their... They agree there is a God, but they disagree that there's any activity of God on the earth. Amen? Amen. which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. That means they're not going to overtake you. You're going to overtake them. Now notice this in verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Let me read it in the Amplified. Because you have guarded and kept my word of patient endurance and have held fast the lesson of my patience with the expectant endurance that I gave you, I will also keep you. I will also keep you safe from the hour of trial testing which is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell upon the earth. Think you're living in that day right now? That's exactly where we are, right there in the Word of God. We are living in the day, what is temptation? It's literally everybody being tempted to fear. They're going through trials, they're going through trials. I heard one of the most disheartening statistics that I think I've ever heard. Where the suicide level between those in the first grade and the eighth grade was almost unmeasurable in 2019. Almost unmeasurable. That means nobody, nobody, hardly ever uh, in the first through the eighth grade ever committed, ever, ever killed themselves or committed suicide. Where today, in 2021, some 16 or 17 months after COVID came, literally that has exploded to almost 25 percent of little children that are killing themselves. All listen. That's a trial. That's a temptation. That's a test that is going on upon this earth right now. That is fear in manifestation. That is the frustration of governments and of people to try to control the demonic world system that's flexing its muscle and raising its head. Listen, this is why you have to to live for God. You have to live for God. But in the midst of this, what does God say? He says, I'm going to keep you. So I'm going to keep you in the time of trial, in the time of trouble, in the time of t- temptation when all this is coming Where up upon the whole world. Have you noticed how we're all on this entire planet are all struggling with the same thing? This is unique and this has never happened in history before. Even in World War II and World War I, there were centrally located areas. In, in World War II, it was the Pacific Theater, it was the, it was the European Theater, but there were areas all over the world when there was no war going on. There was no war going on in New Zealand or South America. There were large areas of the planet in which although it was a world war, they were not at war. Same thing with World War I. Same thing with other conflicts that go back hundreds of years. But I'm telling you right now, the entire planet is encompassed with a worldwide issue. Amen? See, well, if you remember what we're talking about, we're talking about waking up. Waking up to the day you live in. Waking up to the hour you live in. Sure, you may have gotten by for years and years and years. Living for God the way you do might have been blessed, might have might have had healing when you need it, but you can't live like that anymore. You gotta get on fire for God. You have to do it purposely, and you can't wait for something to come on you. You gotta go get it. You gotta go get it. It's not coming for you. You gotta go for it. That is the essence of what God has called the last day church to be, is those that are what? pursuing God, going after God, wanting to live for God like they've never lived for God before because this is it. Well, Pastor, I think this is all going to come to an end any day. Once we get everybody vaccinated, everything go back to normal. Are you kidding me? As a matter of fact, that's causing more controversy now that they've started doing it than before they started doing it. Some of them are stopping this one here. Some of them are stopping that one there. Some of them are having this done. I mean, it's just insane what's going on. The Lord gave us a word a couple of weeks ago that said all of the things that man thought they would initiate and control will come out of their control. They won't be able to control it any longer. (laughs) We're seeing that right now. So you've got to make a decision to do what? To guard the imagination of your mind To do an inventory of the imagination of your mind. To allow the Word of God to break down the strongholds of your imagination. And you've got to bring every thought, every thought that comes into your mind into the obedience of the Word of God. The thought of being sick goes against what God says. The thought of being poor and being broke goes against what God says. The thought of fear and destruction goes against that which God says about you and against that which God has done for you. Now, real quick, we'll close. Where'd my time go? I like this. I had this marked. I was going to use it tonight, but I'll go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. But in, in 1 John chapter 5 it says in verse 19, and we know that we are of God. Isn't that good news? Everybody say good news. But it says this, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. That's talking about this world system. Now again, real quick and we'll close. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty, everybody say mighty, through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now we talked about this last week this world system has a very strong magnetic pull it's trying to suck you in Paul writes to Timothy, talks about in the latter times there will be those that will depart from the faith Paul writes to the church at Thessalonica and says, right before the catching away of the saints, there will be an apostate spirit upon the earth in which people will leave the word of God and, and their salvation and the faith of God that was in their heart. Amen. You must give your attention to God. What is it? So in Proverbs, is it 4? Proverbs 3. My son, attend to my word. Proverbs 4. Incline thy ear unto my saints. Let it not depart from thine eyes. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Amen. For it is life for you have found it. And what? Health to all your flesh. One translation does say God's medicine. But then the next verse says this. With all diligence guard your heart. For out of it are the issues of life. Did, if you've noticed this world system is trying to change your issues. We're back in 2019 the issues of your life were taking care of your family. Issues of your life, you know, coming to church, being a part of a church. Issues of your life, or you know, you know whatever it was you were involved in at whatever stage is a stage. Now, now they're trying to change that. The issue of your life, what is it? Oh, it's trying to survive COVID. Oh, it's trying to survive economic economic disaster. It's trying to decide whether to do this. They're trying to do see. They've changed the issues. But what does it say? Guard. Guard. Now, let me say this. If you don't guard your mind, you'll never guard your heart. If you don't guard your mind, you'll never guard your heart. And I'm amazed, oh my goodness, I'm amazed at the entertainment industry. I heard a guy do a teaching on this the other day and how they have projected into society a thought process that lines right up with the world system and what the world system is doing right now. They literally, in the midst of what's going on, name movie after movie after movie after movie after movie after movie movie, and says, this is what they did in this movie and this is what they did in that movie. Well, who do you think runs Hollywood? The devil does. Amen. You must guard your mind in order to guard your heart because out of your heart comes the issue of life and i do not want anyone that comes to island church living in some type of survival mindset if we can just survive this maybe the rapture i don't want you i want you living in a revival mindset and a revival mind, listen, a survival mindset, you don't have to do nothing. Just keep watching. Just keep listening to the programs. Just keep giving, giving your attention to all of that junk. Or through effort, prayer, study of the Word of God. I love all the books talked about, the previous moves of God, uh uh-uh. Uh, Smith Wigglesworth's book, Apostle of Faith, uh, uh, Catherine Kuhlman's book, I Believe in Miracles, uh, uh, Dima Shikarian's book, The Happiest People on Earth, uh, uh, the one uh, Pastor Doty signed a book to you, the, the, uh, 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 If My Heart Could Speak, all of these signs and wonders and miracles and manifestations of God and power of the Holy, without that you don't have any expectancy. And if you feed on everything that Hollywood has designed... To get your attention. To steal your heart. Because your mind is changed. You lose the war. But remember this. And we'll talk about this Easter. Jesus took a crown of thorns upon his head. He knew that the battleground of humanity would be in its mind. When they crucified him. They crucified him on Golgotha. Place of the skull. Is where he died. Knowing. Knowing. That when I rise from the dead, I will have the power to give to the people on the earth who will live for me and get born again in my name. I will give them the power to take over their mind and win the battle of the mind because I died in the place of the skull. Every word of God is designed to fit right into your imagination. Every word of God is designed to stimulate your imagination and give you the dream that God wants you to have. And every word of God is designed to fit into your belief system which is your heart and your mouth so that that dream will come to pass. Every person I ever knew that ever did something big in the kingdom of God did it because they believed it and said believed it and believed it and said it, 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 believed it and said it. Don't look like it's gonna happen, but believed it and said it. Didn't look like anything's gonna happen, but believed it and said it, believed it and said it, wouldn't back off, wouldn't quit, wouldn't quit fighting the war of the mind, kept believing and saying, believing and saying, believing and saying, believing and saying, believe it's easy. Anyone can give up. Any dead fish can float downstream. And I'm telling you, the pace of that stream has picked up. But I tell you, just like those salmon when they come back to breed. I mean, I tell you, they'll, they'll go for it until there's nothing left. That's why we still have salmon. I mean, like salmon. Not the ones in the farm, the real ones, amen. I love me a good piece of salmon because I know in that piece of meat is a I'm not, not going to quit gene. And I'm going to eat that. Amen. Say I'm not going to quit. Say I'm not going to give up. Say God. Hear my voice. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. Say Jesus. Hear my voice. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. Say devil. Listen to me. I'm not a quitter. I'm not giving up. Now do like this. Say listen to me. You're not giving up. You're not going to quit. You're going to thrive. You're going to make it. No matter what happens, they can burn the money in piles. They can require 10,000 shots a day. It does not matter. I I will thrive as a believer in Christ Jesus. Amen. Lift your hands and thank God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Father, we worship you. Lord, we glorify your name. Lord, we exalt you in this place tonight. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Now, Father, I'll do that. I take authority over the strength of this world system to try to attract the attention of the church with negative things try to impart into the imagination the closing of churches the destruction of us meeting together I thank you Father that in each and every heart and mind they will open themselves up and see in the eye of their imagination this church other churches full to the rim People standing out in line to get in to see massive evangelism going on not just in the church but outside the church even on the street corners in the jails at the hospitals as all the men and women of the earth bound by the trauma of the day and hour which you said in the book of Revelation would come upon the whole world would be so hungry for an answer they'd be willing to stop on the street listen to a preacher Proclaim and demonstrate the life and the Word of God. Thank you that our lives will preach. That our jobs will preach. Our businesses will preach. Thank you, Father, that everywhere we go, it will be a tangible reality that we're different. That as the church rises up in the light and life of God, and the darkness of this age continues to gather, There will be a tangible difference between the two and it will cause thousands to run to the cross. Father, we thank you as we leave tonight. We do not take it for granted that Psalms 91 is believed in this house, is confessed in this house, is proclaimed and acted on in this house. So we declare in Jesus' name, no evil will befall us. No plague will come to our dwelling place. Angels have charge over us. Only with our eyes will we behold see the reward of the wicked. A thousand can fall at our side. Ten thousand at our right hand. Lord, we know we're kept of you. We're your children. Father, we recognize and realize we abide under the shadow of the Most High trauma no terror no evil plans of wicked men or the devil himself as these things increase upon the earth our sensitivity to your spirit in us will keep us out of harm's way and on the righteous path that path of protection that path of safety and that path of blessing thank you for wisdom medical wisdom financial wisdom speak to every individual? As they ask the question, let the answer resonate within their heart and stimulate their imagination. Thank you, Father, for the fire of evangelism. Let us recognize and realize there will be a day in which the just and the unjust shall stand together upon the earth and the faces and the voices Of those that we did not or could not reach. Jesus will have to wipe the tears from our eyes. Empower us. Open doors of utterance. Lord, even even let ministries come online that will boldly speak your word. Stretch forth your hand to heal. Let signs and wonders be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Thank you, fathers. we leave tonight, we walk in faith and love towards you. We love you so much, for you first loved us. We walk in love one toward another. Thank you for our church. We leave as the ambassadors of Christ you have called us to be. Thanking you, Lord, here at Island Church, we're covered by the blood, empowered by the word, and anointed by the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.